This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. How are you, Timbo? I am absolutely roaring to be back in this hot seat. It is fantastic to be back. Thanks, listeners, for joining us on Small Business Big Marketing. Yes, Lucas, you've got the uh, the Pet Shop Boys hairstyle there. And uh, you've, you've got the surfy yeah, hair happening, Timbo. It must be summer. Someone said the other day, you always, always look like you're on a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Was that you? It's about time you had a wash, I think. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, we, yeah, welcome back, listeners, to Australia's favourite small business marketing podcast. Lucas. And, and thanks to the people from Flying Solo, yes. Australia's small business and micro business forum. They are the uh, the grand fromage, fromage. The grand fromage, the big cheese wow. of the solopreneur. <laughs> yeah, they are the they ones who uh, make it happen. And uh, we are, uh, we're, I was going to say we're lovely to be associated with them, but we're very proud to be associated with them. It would be much better English. Now, uh, Lucas, Tim I said mate. it was a hot seat. It is. It was a bit of hot of a hot seat in last week's show with uh, the lovely Anne Marie from Adora Life. <laughs> We've had some lovely feedback about that episode, Timbo. Look, we had some great feedback. Listeners, if you haven't had a listen to that one, that's where we interviewed the owner of an adult store, and Luke was incredibly immature throughout the interview. Uh, many times I'm finding myself having to apologise throughout this week on our Facebook, <laughs> uh, via email. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> but hey, do you know what? What? We got the most unsubscribes uh, ever from uh, that interview. Really? On our list. When you sent out the email? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. Does it make you sad? Haven't looked at the stats. I think it's interesting. How can you measure what you don't manage, Luke? It's a good cleansing, Timbo, perhaps. It was a good cleansing. I think when people saw the word naughty, our naughtiest episode. Did you put adult in the content? Oh, I don't know if I did. But um, look, it was a massive seven unsubscribes yeah exactly uh, but it it is interesting and it is the highest we've had it could be an end of year cleansing Um, what are those cleansings called where you have the uh, (laughs) what do you call We are not talking about colonics on small business big marketing. Okay. (laughs) Because we'll get more unsubscribes. Don't mention colonic irrigation. I don't think there's a marketing analogy there anyway. No. Maybe maybe there is. We'll have a think about it. But uh, interesting uh, interesting interview. Lots of great feedback back and Anne-Marie shared some gold. So anyone who does have an adult store or a pension for wanting to open an adult store, have a listen to that puppy and you'll get a bit bit of advice. Now, Lucas. Timbo. uh, A couple of things I wanted to share with you. What do you got for me? All right. Uh, Before we get stuck into, by the way, today's guest, Andy G. Yes. Andy Grand. Andy Grand. Swiss Army Machine. (laughs) Affiliate. Affiliate Machine. Yep. And uh, it's going to be interesting. We interviewed Andy at the recent um, Fast Web Formula event we went to up in Queensland. And um, Andrew's an interesting guy. Uh, so Swiss guy. Um, and um, we won't go, we won't launch into the interview yet, Lukey, but it's good to telegraph it, isn't it? Uh, is that, he's, he's an ex-Swiss banker who's, who's made good. Yeah, so we're, today we're going to be talking about, or we're going to be interviewing Andy Grand about um, affiliate marketing and more importantly, Timbo, how that applies to small businesses. Exactly. I think uh, small businesses are particularly, um, there's a lot that don't know about affiliate marketing and it is quite a powerful it marketing is. channel, is. Timbo. It's all about having other people sell on your behalf. Before we get stuck into that, Lugie, a couple of articles caught my mind throughout the week. iPhones to choose words more carefully. 
is the headline. What's that mean? Exactly. Let me read you a bit of this. This is pretty funny. Um, it has led to many embarrassing misunderstandings and entire websites have sprung up in its honour. Apple's infamous autocorrect iPhone feature is to be fixed. Now, I've experienced this. <laughs> I, I think we all have, haven't we? It, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you just got to go, oh, don't hit send. I typed in podcast once and it came up with old fart. <laughs> Which I thought... Mm. It knows you too well. <laughs> yeah, but there has been, it's like... Uh, now, why am I sharing this? It's because I think sometimes we do as small business owners, you know, we need to check our spelling and grammar, Luke, before we send things off. Oh, because please, you're talking to the number one offender. You are a shocker. I am terrible. Luke... How many times do I have to go back to you and say, you are representing the brand? <laughs> yeah. Spell the properly. <laughs> it's not hard, mate. Okay? Just yeah. go back. I had a look at your site um, uh, the other day, Gester, that you talked about on last week's show. Mate, that is riddled. That is riddled with spelling errors. Yeah, but that's... that's um, Part of your brand? User-submitted content, oh, Timbo. No, no, it was actually your copy on well, the welcome page. Why didn't you page. tell me? I will. Right. Now, listen, here's a couple of examples. <laughs> what can you tell me off here? <laughs> <laughs> because it's all part of the brand experience. Right. Copy is your voice. You know, yeah. copy is actually your brand speaking, so... I mumble a lot. You so do that's, mumble. <laughs> I, I, that's how I represent it in my copy. Listen to this, mate. Users of the Apple iPhone have seen their messages turn from innocent musings about a picnic translate into something resembling an orgy. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, One man who meant to say he wanted to jump his partner when he got home ended up sending a message saying he wanted to dump her. Oh. Yeah, it didn't go down well, that one, Logie. No. I mean, that's just poor self-marketing, you know. (laughs) Clearly get your brand message right there. Here's another one. Another iPhone user told his mother... (laughs) <laughs> this is really funny. He had just come out of he had just come out of the closet, <laughs> causing a flurry of congratulations texts, text messages. It turned out he wasn't gay. He was simply coming out of a clinic. Oh dear. Yeah. So closet and clinic. Easy. I mean, still, I wouldn't be texting my mother telling her I was coming out of the clinic either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he coming out of the clinic? Yeah. But um, Lucas, interesting article. Apple uh, aren't perfect. They have their auto spell a bit incorrect. Yes. It's been fixed. But uh, I think it does. It did remind me. It was a bit of a giggle, that article, but also just hearing, just reminding us that we do need to check the words that we put out into the marketplace, Luke. Right. In the spirit, too, of having the last two episodes before Anne-Marie about writing sales copy. Indeed. And just how important. And looking at your box of Amazon books here. Yep. You've got about seven books about how to write copy. <laughs> you might want to get one called How to Spell. I think it's called, I think it's called a dictionary. Mate, I've given up. I've given up. All right. Now, Timo, oh, yeah, just Hang wanna... on, Loki. What is that noise? <laughs> hey? Is that some high heels walking towards us? Did you order something? <laughs> what do you got, mate? Timo, I just wanted to cover off on a lovely comment that we had from the Starletto's, we previous did. guest. We did. Uh, on our Facebook fan page. Uh, hi, Tim and Luke. Thanks for having us on the show. To tell you about how PR Web contributed to our participation in the in this year's Emmy Awards, we are quite excited to let you know that largely as a result result of that, Starletto's is now ranked by Ant Hill Magazine as one of the fifty coolest companies in Australia. 
wish us luck in the finals. Now, Lukey, Timbo. that's very nice it of uh, Ildi and Mark, who are the owners of Stalidos, which is something you wear all the time mm. uh, to make sure your heels don't sink into the grass. Particularly during uh, spring. Correct. Or mowing the lawn. Yep. You, actually, there, you, do you wear your Stalidos mowing the lawn? No, a bit dangerous. Yeah, okay. You get them caught in the blades and mm. be all over, wouldn't it? But... Um, Listeners, um, a, few, a few episodes ago, we did interview um, a couple of business owners who created a great product where you whack these uh, little bits on your heels and you don't sink into the ground. And now they've found their way into, yeah, into magazines. Are, you know, that's not to be sneezed at, Luke. It isn't. It's, um, it's a really good Australian magazine, actually. Now, do we read that comment as being as a result of the interview they did with us? No, as a result. <sighs> no, unfortunately not. No, as a result of the PR activities, Timbo. And they, do, they are doing some wonderful things. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode. I think it was 61. Was 61, it? 61, 62. Right. Round about there. Oh, now, good on them. Now, Timbo, what else you got oh, for me? Oh, Lukey, augmented reality. Wow, you are sounding smart, aren't you? I am, Luke, and uh, it's finally <laughs> episode 64. You've had that realisation. Uh, so here we go. So augmented reality. Um well, what is augmented reality? That'd be a good place to start. Can I give you the uh, definition that I got from give Mashable? It to me. Mashable. Mashable. Yep. Uh, augmented reality, AR, as you know, us techos would call it or refer Another to it. Another bloody acronym. Yeah. Is, is a term for a live, direct, or indirect view of a physical, real-world environment whose elements are augmented by a computer-generated cell. Where is that going, Luke? So, What kind of a definition <laughs> is that? So what it is... Right. I've, got a, I've got a simpler one. Technology functions by enhancing one's current perception of reality. Can you explain what all that means? Before yeah, okay. I mean so I think probably the, the, the best real-life example is... Um, there's a, there's a really cool, I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a really cool uh, iPhone app and iPad app that's yep. like a star chart, and you can hold your iPad or iPhone right. up to the sky, and it will actually track and tell you where the constellations are. And so, so, so that's Jack Nicholson, and that's Tom Cruise. Yeah, constellations. Oh, like stars in the sky. Yeah, like gotcha. Orion, and gotcha. that sort of, yeah. you know, Big Dipper. Big Dipper. Southern Cross. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> uh, and they're they're doing they're using this technology uh, also in I believe in um, real estate Timbo where you can be walking down a street you can have your yeah. iPhone in front of you yeah, yeah. and given that the tracking that the iPhone has yep. with, with GPS you can be holding it up you can turn around and actually see which oh. houses are for sale and a little a little thing will, will pop up on your screen right. with a tag that says you know five hundred twenty thousand can you three, see what's three going bedroom. on inside unfortunately not not yet. Um, yes. That's the well, Superman app. Thank you for explaining that. Now, Starbucks have come up with an augmented reality promotion for Christmas, and I reckon it's weak. Wow. I reckon it's lacking, Luke. Tell me about it. I, will, I, I, I would be interested to know right. what they're doing. Well, I, I tell you why I think it's weak. It's because they must have a lot of money to spend, yeah. and therefore I reckon they should do really good stuff. Yeah. But sometimes I think when you've got a lot of money, it makes you lazy. And doesn't if you tell you might really Can you love this. Tell us what doing. I will. Come on. I am just leading into it. Starbucks is launching its first major augmented reality app this holiday season. That's let that lets customers animate their coffee cups with their smartphones. Okay. So okay, so yeah, that's a bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of brand engagement. Mm-hmm. The app works by pointing your phone's camera at the company's red holiday season coffee cups and 47 additional objects, such as bags of coffee on display at Starbucks retail locations. Right, so you've got your camera and you're pointing at things in in Starbucks, Uh right? 
During doing so will produce animations involving characters. Ice skater, squirrel, boy and a dog on a sled, all the Christmas stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can also interact with the characters. So you could tap the boy on the sled and he does a somersault. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Well, it's, it, this is interesting. So who, who do you reckon they're trying to appeal to? But listen, you know, well, okay, good question. Yeah. Uh, don't know. Come I don't on. know. So go on, there's more, clearly. Well, there is more, but it's a good question. Who are they trying to appeal to? Oh, I don't know, Luke. I mean, well, kids I... coming in and saying, Mum, can I just see the kid roll down the sled one more time on the coffee cup? Uh, Mum going, really, Johnny? I think we've got things to do. You've got to get your braces on. I, I, I think this is aimed clearly at uh, probably why why generators and why genders and oh, below with are phones. They, are they that lacking for entertainment that they need to see a squirrel well, on a coffee it's, cup? It's novelty, isn't it? Luke, maybe um, it's going to be like the My Christmas Christmas Windows, but uh, in a coffee yeah, shop on your iPhone. Well, maybe I'd rather go and line up for four hours and see the My Christmas Windows. But listen, Alexandra Wheeler. VP Global Digital Marketing of Starbucks. What I mean, what type of title is that? <laughs> VP Marketing Digital Marketing. A corporate one, Timbo. You wouldn't be yeah, used to that. Yeah, the Vice President. It's like, well, who's the president then? You never hear the president. It's always the vice president. Um, Wheeler says that this is the first major AR push by the company. Uh, isn't that just... It must be exciting. They would have had the big launch. <laughs> the big launch. You know, roll it out. Drum roll. All right. Uh, see the red cup up on the shelf, team. Point your camera at it. Go on, go on. So is it? It's an iPhone app that you download. I understand. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You just point your camera at it, and somehow it starts animating. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It is. Um, another Amazon uh, has one. That, this is. A, this makes more sense to me. Amazon have got one that lets you point your phone at objects and then buy them. See that? Yeah, that's, that's been around for a that's while. That's commercial reality, right there. That's not. That's not augmented reality. Yeah. A bit, of a bit of AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, AI. That's AI, isn't it? But that's, see, that to me is like, oh, that works. Oh, you point, I can be out, point, and then the Amazon augmented reality app's going to say, oh, it's 20 bucks cheaper. Yeah. Buy it from us and you, you kind of, that works for me. There's a really cool iPhone app that I've seen, Timo, that maybe you should uh, take a look at. Um, it, it lets you take photos of your food. <laughs> and it'll come back and tell you how much cal- how many calories are in oh, there. Oh, I don't want that one. <laughs> and funny, no. it actually uses a service that Amazon uh, has produced a couple of years ago called Mechanical Turk. Oh, yeah. And there is actually a person sitting on the other end when you put in the query <laughs> that goes, yep, that's a chicken palmer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got 48 billion <laughs> calories. calories. Yeah. And if you eat it, you'll be a, an even bigger fat bastard. <laughs> Correct. Oh, that's mean. I don't want that. But that's I can I can see how augmented reality can really drive a great brand experience and lead to sales and lead to inquiry. But I don't know, mate. The Starbucks one left me cold. They're drawing a long bow. A long bow, Luke. Now, not a long black. <laughs> Righto, Lugie, that was uh, a very clever end to our last segment. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I like that. That's where you bring the value. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now, let's get stuck into Andy Grant, hey? Let's do it. Affiliate marketer extraordinaire, all will be revealed. We started by asking Andy, what is affiliate marketing? Andy Grant, welcome to Small Business Big Marketing. 
Hello, I mean, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming all the way from Switzerland just for this interview. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel a long way. Yeah. 30 hours eh, for just this interview. <laughs> we better make it worthwhile. Actually, you better. You're the one delivering the content. <laughs> hey, um, so maybe start off by explaining, what, what is affiliate marketing? Affiliate marketing is, a, is an online concept where you basically have um, other people promoting your product and they can sign up um, either for an affiliate network or for a, you have a software so you need to have a, your own website as a product owner and then they get their own link and then they can send traffic back to your site and they automatically get the credit for each lead or sale they um, send to your business. So okay. it's, a, it's an automated way, it's like the referral um, system or process we have but it's automated on the web. Okay. So it's a way of essentially having, uh, I guess, online sales representatives uh, and you have a way of paying them a commission for referring you a sale or a lead, for example. Or a lead, it's yeah. actually like it works. So it's like an army, of a sales army, an additional one, which you pay based on the success. So when they send a lead, they get paid a fixed amount, for example, or when they get a the sale, they can get a commission, like... 10% based on physical products or for digital info product it can be up to 75 Ooh, or nice. some even uh, pay 100% out for the front end because okay. they know they're profitable then from the back end products they offer to the same customers. Uh, Andy, you were a Swiss banker, is that right? That's right, yeah. I was uh, in the senior management of a Swiss bank, big Swiss bank. And I reckon, uh, so fairly good little annual income. Very and good you income, yeah. To, yeah. Uh, just drop all that for this concept of affiliate. Is that right? It's not only affiliate, yeah, it's right. Um, so um, I had a typical career, master of business administration, then banking career. And in a bank, even if you have a good position, you're just a small little wheel in a big machine. Yep. And you don't have uh, a lot of responsibility. You have responsibility, you will pick it out. But uh, if you see it as a picture compared to someone owning a, their own business, it's much different and I always wanted somehow to become an entrepreneur at some time and um, so uh, I was looking for business models which would really fit my style and that's when I found internet marketing and affiliate marketing special and uh, that's when I decided to quit my day job when I first tested and saw that I can really make money online and when mm -hmm. I saw that then I decided to quit my uh, day job. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <coughs> affiliate marketing is really not something that, that Currently, I see a lot of small businesses embracing it. Obviously, there's a lot of um, you know online marketers that know what affiliate marketing is, but I think a lot of small businesses don't really understand the power of affiliate marketing. Um, particularly, probably for let's thinking about service-based business. If we were to think about a, a plumber or particularly lawyers, um, uh, cosmetic surgeons, perhaps. Uh, you know, that the, the rip off another, say, 10 small business categories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking of the ones that actually have a high value sale. Yep. And yeah. so, for someone to refer them business, it's got to be really worthwhile for the small business. Yep. It's got to be really worthwhile for someone who is affiliated with that business. So, I guess, you know, for a lawyer, they would, they would know or have an understanding of the value of a single lead. So, they could um, you know, think about this uh, affiliate strategy and think about actually paying people that are referring them for business online. Um, it, it, so let's, let's assume that uh, a small business has a website and they have some way of capturing a lead. What sort of software would they need to, to, be, able, to be able to track um, the leads that are coming from an affiliate online? So they could set up their own software on a, on a server. So uh, there is a, 
it's very um, not that expensive. I think their software around two, three hundred dollars, and then they could manage uh, the whole affiliates themselves, or they could join a bigger affiliate network. I don't know like which ones you have here in Australia, but the commission junctions, yeah, but yeah. that's uh, quite pricey already. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start out there, aren't we? Like because commission junction, a lot of our listeners would not have heard of commission junction or ClickBank, but I think what you were trying to ask was how does this whole affiliate thing transfer into maybe small businesses, bricks and mortar businesses, getting more referrals? As I said, it's important that you have high-valued um, customer um, um, value. Yeah. So, so it's not for um, a barber or barbershop. Yeah. Or, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. really the high price. And you need to have a website, as we said. And it's important that you, um, yeah, that, that you have clear numbers, so you need to, to know your measures, so um, how much you earn per customer, what your conversion rate is when you have a, a website, so you need to also have optimized this part, mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter when you just have a nice brochure website and people sending traffic to you, because they uh, pay money for sending traffic to you if, they, if you um, have affiliates, either to natural rankings in the search engines or um, buying traffic from uh, AdWords, Google, ads and um, so that's important that you can that they exactly know what numbers mm. what the numbers are the convert conversion rate and, um, and this, this type of stuff and this is why I mentioned the lawyer or the cosmetic surgeon because the the cost per acquisition for those businesses to an acquire a new client when the, it would be good obviously for those businesses to have an idea about what what is their cost to acquire a, a new client and then therefore be willing to pay an affiliate a similar amount you know so if it's costing them a you know, one hundred, two hundred dollars to get a new client to come in the door that that is going to have a, a lifetime value of $50,000, um, And they, I guess, they know that they can then afford to pay X number of dollars for a lead. I think that's important that they know. So, if they get hundred leads, how many sales or how much money do they get out of these hundred leads? That's exactly the number. Otherwise, it will be difficult to define what commission you pay out or what the yeah, what you pay per lead. Yeah. Are, there, are there some particular things that small businesses should look out for uh, in terms, I guess, of the quality of an affiliate? Yeah, it's um, um, very important because we have um, the 90-10 rule. So we have 10% affiliates which are really good and send good traffic. And then you have 90% of people, maybe some desperate people, just um, sending traffic. traffic from poor quality yep. sources. And that's you don't want leads from that poor quality sources. And you need to have a, a good control over it. And you would have uh, Swiss precision as part of your nature. True. What do they call you? The Swiss Army. The Swiss Army weapon. The Swiss Army <laughs> weapon. So no, the Swiss affiliate weapon. Exactly <laughs> right. So now the you would measure Army everything, Army. wouldn't you? And I know many of our listeners, many small business owners generally. I mean, we're not very good at measuring things. But what's your belief around measurement? Yeah, it's what you um, don't measure, you can't track. I think that's the most important part. And when I have on, or on my own affiliate websites or where I'm an owner, my websites, I know each measure. So I know how many people each day come to the site, how many clicks, uh, what actions they take, how many uh, click-through rates to offers, what the conversion is. I even have a software which uh, creates a video of each visitor so I can exactly wow. see what they do on the site. 
And uh, because that's important, uh, often people just say it doesn't work, but sometimes you only need to fix a few things like a headline or and, and do you the phone Because often people go, it doesn't work, I'm going to stop doing that, whatever that marketing thing is. I'm just going to stop running that ad, I'm going to stop doing that email campaign. But do you actually find that a little tweak of something can all of a sudden turn something around 180 degrees? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes even a, a small change in a headline or, for example, a small business, I can imagine that they have the phone number in a different place or a more benefit-driven website and not some brochure and showing nice picture, but really bringing over the benefit. This can really sometimes uh, change a losing campaign into a winning mm -hmm. or double or triple or quadruple um, the, the conversion rate. On one of my, it's a digital product, um, we had a, a sales letter, the normal classic type of sales letter, and then we changed to a video sales letter. Um, and we doubled the conversion just by that. With the same amount of traffic, you get a double of customers. I, I think that's a really important point to reiterate there, Timo. So you go for gold. Putting video on your website instead of putting mm. just text, just copy, doubled your conversion rate. And or try both. I think it depends on the market. That's why you need to split test another concept. Yeah, so you yeah, always yeah. need to have a winner, and then you need to test something else against it. Yeah. So you have uh, probably the classical sales letter, then you test versus video, then you test versus both, and so you can find the winner. And you always test because you always want to improve and get better conversions. And this is then the loop back to the affiliate, because the affiliates will promote the offer with the best conversion. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have competition with other lawyers and uh, affiliates, the, the clever one, they will pick the, the best uh, opportunities there. No, another thing you were talking about at uh, the presentation you gave at Fast Week Formula was this concept of call to action. One call to action per page, per page. on your website. Yeah. And that works for you? Yeah, that's the, the only way uh, it, the should, only it should work because otherwise people are confused. You have people coming to your site and you have, uh, if, if it's uh, clustered with links and banners, so what should they do? And we want to define before we set everything up, what should be the call to action or what should the, the, the visitor do on your site? So what do you want them, which action to take? And that's one call to action normally. This can be an opt-in so that you collect email addresses for a newsletter or for a special report. It can be a link to another page or another uh, of your services. Um, but really one call to action. Otherwise people are confused what mm -hmm. they should do. One, you can put one call to action across many different parts of that page, but it's just the one. Yeah. The one you can have action. one call to action for uh, the whole site. Yep like if they should call a phone number, so you have it in the header, mm -hmm. that's a big one. And then you can speci have specific call to actions per page. Mm -hmm. okay. That's possible. It depends on the market. For example, if you have different products which you offer, more type of e-commerce site or different yeah. services for a lawyer, then you can of course have a different uh, call to action. So probably for one it's better to collect the opt-in, for the other one it's best better to um, to call a number. Mm. And this might, this might be a difficult question for you. You don't give it a planning here, Logan. Well, I have actually, Tim. That's very rare for me. Pretty much on the show, guys. Do you know if there's if currently if there's ways, ways of tracking um, um, phone calls on, on a website? Yeah, that's possible, yeah. And that's something you should do because when you offer affiliate uh, or, or want to have affiliates, because an affiliate is not happy and he sends traffic online to your website and people then just call a number mm. and then they don't get the lead. 
So that's why you need to track. And normally, it, there are um, certain solutions where you have your main number and then you have a referral code at the end. So, yeah. or, or people should ask when somebody calls, mm -hmm. what's your referral, so that the affiliate gets paid. If you, if you decide to have affiliates, you need to really make sure that they are happy. You need to provide the best service, the best resources. You should offer them banners, emails they okay, can so send. Let's talk about that. So for getting even online affiliates, if you, how do you first, and first and foremost, you've got to have a good product, but how do you attract people to sell your business on your behalf? And the second part of that is how do you look after them? So tell us first about how do you attract them besides having a really good product? A really good strategy is to um, use your current customers. Why not offer them a special deal or say if you can refer a Swiss customer? Precision. Swiss I precision. Knew, I, knew I think that's <laughs> <laughs> because they are, when, when you have a happy customer, it's yep. anyway word of mouth. He even does it or she does it when there is no referral. Mm -hmm. And what would happen if you really pay something if they send a lead back? So I think that's for, for the small businesses probably the best approach. And other than that, you can, of course, see what competition you have, whether they have any affiliates, then you can contact them and give them a better offer. Um, or you, when you join an affiliate network, then it's uh, easy because normally affiliates, for example, for commission junction, they sign up and they're going through all the different offers. And then you need to make sure that you have one of the best paying offers or mm -hmm. provide the best resources because a normal affiliate is a little lazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you want to make it as easy as possible for them to promote so that they have everything prepared. Sometimes you even can contact them and say, that's a complete campaign, send that, do you have a list and send out this email, just yeah. replace it with your affiliate link and you're done. You touched, you touched earlier on, on being able to give your affiliates good marketing material. I think that's a really important point to, you know, obviously have your own marketing material in order and you, you touched on banners um, and I guess other other, other material that you can essentially hand over to an affiliate and go, there you go, there's all the marketing, Make it easy for them. marketing material that yep. you can use to help me, uh, or to help sell my business to, to a potential customer. So yep. uh, anything apart from sort of banners, I want to know that obviously that's, banners are, are useful for an online yeah. model. Um, perhaps white label email or flyers yep. you can have, yeah. then you can have blog posts, review of your services. Mm -hmm. So um, these are the type of... Uh, Anything that services. makes it easy for them to yeah. get your message across. Just copy and paste. And, and, and copy the other paste. important thing is like, it is your message. So it's like, you don't want them going off and creating separate key messages around your product. You kind of want them to... To be consistent and you need to, to uh, make sure that the quality is good. Yeah. You don't uh, want, that's I mentioned the 90%, you need to, to um, watch them carefully that they don't damage your business yeah. and that's something when they send traffic you need to define whether you allow them to bid on trademark keywords mm -hmm. so whether they are allowed if somebody is looking in Google for your brand name that some ads can up and uh, often in the, in the affiliate business some people say is it a scam service A is it a scam because this is curiosity yeah. and people click that ad and but that's something that can hurt your brand because if some some people looking and say oh this service A scam they don't read and click the ad that they turn it around and say no no it's not a scam mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. a really a, a great service and you need to pick careful mm -hmm. of that and um, really have some rules so that you can make sure that you really get only um, quality traffic and don't damage your whole uh, brand name. I think that's an important point, having set terms and conditions, obviously around how uh, affiliates can potentially use your marketing material. And one, obviously, that Andy's touching on is, is trademark terms. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
particularly bidding on them in AdWords and, and using trademark terms within within copy. So, very good point. Do you ever sack affiliates? Do you ever ring them up or email them and say, you've been a very naughty boy or girl and no more? Yeah, you close yep. that account. So that's something if they violate yep. some of the rules, you, you turn them uh, yep. off and you don't pay them anymore because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's the, the way you can do. Because some people, they find sneaky ways to send you traffic. So that's mainly now for online. I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah, it would yeah, also yeah. work for, for smaller uh, small businesses. And they find a really, um, let's say, low-quality traffic source. And they can send hundred thousands a day. And maybe you get, from these hundred thousands, you get uh, 500 leads. But these 500 leads are worth nothing because they just sign up uh, yeah, interestingly in doing that. And if you pay uh, 50 or $100 for each of these leads, then uh, and, and you can't do anything or get any customers from this lead, then so, uh, it looks bad for you. How do you look after the good ones then? I mean, obviously you pay well. What else do you, you, do? Do, you, do you do? you give good feedback? Do you? How do you look after those people that are sending lots of business your way? You mean you, how we can find them or how no, we... once uh, you've got them. Oh, once you've you got them. them. Yeah, I really need to get a close relation. So that's like an account manager. So bigger companies have account managers. Mm -hmm. And then you have special uh, uh, benefits so that you get even higher. You don't follow them up to the Alps for a little yeah. uh, <laughs> long, long way. Oh, yeah. yeah, La Piste. Yeah, yeah, La Piste. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but some of the big CPI networks do that. So they have some competitions and the best ones can go to La Piste or they can go to uh, can Cancun. <laughs> what is La Piste? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great term. Yeah, it's a term it's somewhere uh, in the mountains in Switzerland, right. probably. <laughs> okay. The slope. <laughs> I'd love to go on an Andy Grand a super affiliate weekend up oh, on the Alps. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Let me know when you come. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Drink a bit of uh, Edelweiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's more Austria, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We've crossed the border now. <laughs> yes. Luke, bring it back to some serious affiliate question, will you? Oh, you got? I'm actually all done. Sorry. Are you? You've, you've ticked the list. All through the boxes. Oh, okay. no, well, all the ones that you let me ask yep. getting okay. because you right. scratched a few off this list. Well, no, I, I did actually, yeah. yeah. But no, look, I, I guess going into the interview with you, and you've shared some gold in terms of both how affiliates work in an online sense, but more importantly, it's just for those listeners that are the, the vet or the accountant, how they can actually use this to drive their business offline and and get people to come uh, to become. It's almost like um, what's that word? I'm um, not true believers, but um evangelists of, mm. your, of your brand so that they're out selling yep. on your behalf yep. and I think your, the big point for me was like the, the, the money's in the list the existing list that existing database of clients that you've got current clients is probably yeah. there what, what do you think just on that Luke because I just want to yeah. dig a little bit deeper on that the, the concept of if I am say um, an accountant ringing up my other client ringing up my clients and saying hey you know um no, no, start again. If I am an accountant saying, you know, can you ring your clients and sell on my behalf? It's probably not the terminology you'd use, but that's the concept, isn't it? Yeah, it's more word of mouth. That if you have a happy customer, I can, uh, no. yeah. then you can uh, call him and say uh, whether he's happy or would provide a testimonial or would be even interested in um, telling other people about this great service. Yeah. So One way that I've done this before is to put uh, essentially a lead generation um, form or a sign-up form on one of, one of my websites and I would refer, it was basically for a service that I didn't provide or sell but I had a connection with uh, an audience that wanted that particular service or product um, and was able to set up a form I got in touch with a partner that was willing to provide that service and to pay X number of dollars for a lead 
and just made sure that the qualifiers were in the form and then I was able to get in touch with my um, customers and say, here you go, if you'd like the service, go and fill up, go, go and fill out here. And then obviously the, the, the business that I was referring work to would, uh, would get the lead. I'd be copied in as well, so I knew how many were going through and we had an arrangement that um, they'd be paying for X number of qualified leads. So You're ahead of the game. I think that would be a good way for people to do it. Is, yeah. is also, so there's some, some transparency as well. Uh, that's a really simple way to do it. So it's just essentially an email form with some questions on it. Um, the email goes to the two different parties, so everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> Clever, yeah. Any last bits of um, Swiss genius that you can leave our uh, listeners with, Andy? Yeah, I think as we as we mentioned, uh, probably the best way is to have um, affiliates which are your customers, which understand what your product is, and happy customers, because um, I, as we said, that it's always uh, already um, um, word of mouth, because they tell other people, and if you can really uh, or pay them something for a lead they bring in, this is the most uh, probably powerful way. Or even if they have association where they meet accountants, for example. Yep and uh, they use one of your services as an accountant and he meet, they meet other accountants so they can tell them that's another uh, possibility. So what word of it, mouth, viral. What would it take to get you back to the Swiss bank? No, not, not possible. <laughs> not, not possible. <laughs> they called me after a year what I'm doing and they would have an a, a awesome job offer for me yeah, and, yeah. and I had to turn them down. <laughs> wow. I think once you become an entrepreneur then it's very difficult uh, yeah, totally. to work or go back to the corporate world. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Lugie? Thanks very much, Andy. Was great, eh? High five! <laughs> High five. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, brother. That's great to having me. Good fellow, and, and he's clearly a, a yodeler. Yeah, he's a lovely bloke, Andy. He's a good bloke. And a very and smart man. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff in there. <laughs> we should actually try and use the picture of the chair that he that he sat in. Have we got it? Remember, at the conference that yeah. we were at, he actually yeah. showed, when he was up on stage, he showed a photo of the chair that he oh, used yeah, to sit yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would be, he would, he could start his affiliate marketing career while still at work, while still being part of his family. Yeah. So he didn't go and hide himself away in his yeah. uh, study. Well, we'll see if we can find a shot of that. But uh, good fellow and plenty to share. Biggest learning for me, Lukey, was this notion of um, making tweaks to, to your marketing activities and not kind of abandoning abandoning them altogether if you're not getting the results. So. Mm. We touched on this in episode 62 with Brent and Zentester. Uh, people can go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash Zentester. And it, it's all about split testing and multivariant testing of pages, Timbo. Wow. Uh, and I know that sounds technical. You um, have just kind of but geeked. You need a big phone book right over the cranium with that one. Testing web pages is the new black Timbo. It is. It is. <laughs> and it's, I, it's testing stuff. It's not, you know, whether it be a web page. <coughs> Whether it be a web page or um, a headline in an ad or, you know, a letterbox drop going mm. from one area to another, look, this, it's this, about tweaking. Yeah, look, this isn't new. Uh, direct mail marketers have been doing it for Correct. years, decades, Timbo. They, they'd send out a, a small test case of a 1,000 here and a 1,000 there with different copy and they would track the results. And essentially that's what people are doing now or starting to do with, with websites. And if yes. you're getting enough traffic to your website... 
a change in in headings yeah. uh, on a web page can make significant differences. And an example, Timbo, is um, I've certainly seen some improvements in changing a uh, the heading on a page from a product name to a benefit. Yep, there you go, feature to benefit. Yep. Bang, Lukey, um, and I hope we've opened up our listeners' uh, eyes and ears to this concept of affiliate marketing mm. and how it can relate to their own small businesses. Um, Andy's actually got, <clears throat> excuse me, a masterclass, a, a, a training masterclass, a whole webinar series that he has literally put together um, with James Shremko and it goes through the process in, as you can, you can imagine, Swiss precision as to how to become, uh, use affiliate, how to become an affiliate marketer and how to use affiliate marketing in your business. So we'll put a link to that in our show notes because it's an absolute belter. All right? Yep. Fantastic. Now, Lucas, that is it. That is it. Next episode, listener loving. Yeah, Timo, we've got got a lot of questions that have come through on Facebook. Wow, have we ever. So we're going to get stuck into a listener loving, answer all those marketing questions, or we'll do our best to. Uh, And then after that, you and I are off to a brewery, Luke. We are. We are. Yeah. Where we're going to interview a little underground brewery that is doing... I'm a bit, bit dirty that you booked this appointment prior to 12 noon, Timbo. <laughs> I'll be midday. I did, did ask you to book it at 4 o'clock in the you afternoon did. on a Friday, mind you. It'll be midday in the world somewhere, <laughs> mate. Uh, but this is a little, uh, a little bre- an underground brewery on the Mornington Peninsula that's doing big things. So, mate, um, we should get going on that one very soon. Listeners, thanks for listening in. Love your work. Catch you next time. Make sure you go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. You said and that fast again. <laughs> Say it slow. Make sure you go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and sign up to our list. List. Because so then you, you're going to hear from us. You'll be the first to hear. You'll be the first from tonight. Us. Uh, love your work. Catch See you, you next time. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.